Welcome to Us and My Mice. Love you and I, cause I love you so much. Oh, 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 I just love you. I just like help, help. I just like help. I just like you too. I just like you. I, 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 I just love you. Happy New Year! I love you. Say goodbye. Just going to school, and that's okay. Yum 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 yum. I just love you. Good morning to optimize hey. my life. How are you? You know what? I'm alive, and today is a new day. Happy New Day, Jugs. How you feeling, Mary? Oh, good. I got to sleep in till seven o'clock. Turn up. That did not happen. You know, your boy have swimming. Uh, practice every morning at seven o'clock. Shout out to my offspring, Gage, aka Gagey Phelps. He has a swim meet today, so we're sending him. Y'all send my baby some good juju and some good energy for his swim meet this afternoon. And. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's get this thing started. So, first of all, right, happy Thursday. We get started, I have an, an announcement. So, if you can't call in for whatever reason, but you do have questions for Georgette or any of our hosts, right below when you're, as you're listening to the show, there is a chat option. You can type in any question or any comment, and we will... Put it in and answer it for you. I love that. Thank you. Shout out to Mary for being my uh, all things guru in helping bridge the gap from me to my jugs if there's any questions and always upping my platform. So thank you, Mary. Not a problem. I appreciate it. Which brings me to what I have grown through and what I am currently growing through and shout out to all the psychotherapists and analysts and therapists all together, all the way around. I am learning and growing and understanding and harnessing my stress. So today's topic is transforming that pressure into power. Now, I have been under a lot of pressure lately. This show is one of my pressures, and I love this pressure because pressure does what? Creates diamonds, and diamonds are forever, so they say. So I'm here forever, and I'm grateful for this platform, and I'm grateful that the people so far have really just taken uh, a liking or interest into me and the things that I have growing on. And I was trying to give you guys more and give you guys something that was still true to me, but it wasn't authentic. And my judge let me know that. They was like, you know, I like you the way you were before. And I go, hey, I'm evolving. You can't like me the way I was before. I'm growing. But how many of you guys know that you can grow and you can grow in the wrong direction? And that's okay because what's for you won't miss you. So, and that being said, 
I just want to uh, give my deepest apologies for those who have started with me, still bearing with me through the growing process. And um, you guys are really here to, to help me help you. And that's the reason why I even got started in this business. Some of you know my story and some of you don't. Uh, I'll give you the short version. I am a mother on a mission, okay? Before that, I was a daughter on a mission. And before that, I was a person on a mission. That first mission was for me to become my best self and help myself grow through things. The second part of that was my father and his failing health and helping him grow through his challenges. And third and most recent in my faith is my baby boy, Gage, and him entering this earth with a superpower. Now, all of these things have one main goal, and they have one purpose, and that was to serve, to teach, and to restore the body. I had to learn, grow, restore, unlearn, relearn things for myself and my body. And you know what that started with? started with what I put in my body, physically, mentally, financially, spiritually, emotionally, all the elite, right? What was I doing at that time? What was my mindset? And I know a lot of you always say, well, the past is a past and I can't look back on it. I am a believer that I have to go and look back at my past just a second just to see how far I've gone. I didn't say I hang out back there, but I definitely look over my shoulder and be like, whoo, somehow I made it. And when I made it through, I had a testimony because I had been through the test. So my first test was healing myself. Now, some of you um, have these issues right now today. So I'm going to give you a few pointers on how I help myself when it was all about myself, pressures of the world that I was growing through, and how I handled it. Now, one thing I know is that routine brings results. So the first routine I gave myself was waking up. Waking up, man, that is the easiest, hardest thing to do, right? If you set your alarm clock to wake you up at 415, 10 out of 10 of you are going to hit that snooze, baby. And not only one time, three or four, until you finally decide that, hey, I have enough courage and enough energy to arrive to the day, to whatever the day has, I'm ready. So I used to wake up on accident, y'all. I used to wake up like a whole accident, just getting up, rushing. During that time, I was a bartender, and I would work all night, get home two, three, sometimes four o'clock in the morning. And so my eating habits was poor. The way I treated myself was poor. The things I fed myself was poor. Oh gosh, y'all, it was it was a it was a train wreck. And I was spiraling out of control. But from the outside looking in, it's like, oh this girl's a hard worker. She goes to work. She makes it happen. But a lot of those times I poured myself into work because I didn't want to feel. I didn't know that feeling is a, that's a pressure. 
Your feelings are pressures. They're pressure points. People can build up too much pressure and they can just literally have you feeling all the feels that you never even thought, all the woes of life and you never even thought that this would be you and you would be here and how how the things operate. So for me, I had to change my schedule or get on some type of schedule. Now I bartend for the latter part. I think I did 18 years solid. And then I, I dropped down to part-time and only did uh, events and things. But I bartend consecutively for 19 years, 18 or 19 years. But I always say 20 because I still did it here and there. But one of those things I learned is routine and regulation. That That's the rule of thumb, getting yourself into a routine. Gee, what does that routine look like it for you? What routines for me may not be for you, but one thing I can say is that whatever you, wherever you are in life at this moment, if you inspire to go forward and grow forth into a better you, a better mindset, a new version of you, your higher self, your greater being, whatever you call this beam of light that you are evolving into, a routine is necessary for you to stay on track and on course. So my first routine was working out. So what that looked like was sometimes uh, back then gyms were open 24 hours. There's still some 24-hour gyms uh, throughout the city and um, surrounding states, wherever you are, other countries. And I got into the routine of working out. During that time, I had one friend saying, you know what? I am just tired of just being like everybody else. I'm going to I'm gonna see what it's like to be vegan. And I was like, girl, vegan? I don't know if I can be a vegan because I'm already vegetarian. For those of you who know, I went vegetarian in my teens, okay? I still consume fish every now and again, but it wasn't. Um, it wasn't that big of a a deal to me because I I had started working at restaurants and seeing how they how the food was coming in, how it was prepared, how it was already cooked, and certain things was just uh, warmed up and put sauce on, and I was just like, whoa, what is this? And um, this has nothing to do with nothing, but I do want to take a moment of silence for those people um, and their families. Uh, from the submarine uh, incident that has, you know, been in the news lately. But I also want to bring your attention to that while we were, you know, focused on the submarine and those people, um, they passed a law that uh, processed meat and things um, just, it keeps going up. I read it somewhere and there they passed this law that, you know, the U.S. can start doing the processed meat and don't really have to tell you too much about it. But, you know, tampering with the food system has been going on for quite some time. And uh, if you're not focused and aware of it right now, you would like to be because it is a real thing. Our food system is, uh, it's been scarce. Genetically modified foods have been growing at a alarming high rate. We don't know the chemicals that's in these foods, but yet, you know, we, 
I, I would say we kind of neglect to read the packaging. So for me, after experiencing the things in the restaurant industry, I became more conscious of the things that I would put in my body during my workout process as well. Now, this is a fun fact that I recently learned, and I've taken a liking to it and adapted to it really well. For those of you who inspire to lose weight, and when I say lose weight, I don't mean like I have a, a quick weight loss plan. I don't have those things. But if you inspire to be healthier and lose weight, um, we've been conditioned that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Um, but this was kind of brought on in Western society. But from our ancestors, break fast or breakfast was done when the sun came up and you would eat certain things and once the sun came down you no longer consume food but we are supposed to break our fast with water our body undergoes a filtration process a cleansing process uh, a elimination process while we sleep so while we're sleeping our body is constantly working. It's, okay, hey, put that over there. We're going to use this here. Okay, we don't need that. Eliminate that. Okay, let's go ahead and uh, repair the liver. Let's go ahead and repair the kidney. Let's go ahead and uh, repair the lungs and so on and so forth. So ha- consuming that water uh, when you first rise in the morning, that is going to be something that's going to hit catapult the initiative to have better options throughout the day. We need water. We're like 85% water, and we need water. So we need this water to help us through the day. So that is how, you know, we break fast. I'm starting not to eat before I work out, and someone who is building muscle and all the things will say, no, girl, you have to, you have to eat before you work out. You have to consume some, some type of nutrients. But what I've recently learned that if you consume food or whatever you consume prior to your workout, your body is going to burn that first. If you inspire to lose weight, you should be working out while you're still actively fasting because now your body goes in and it uses the fat to fuel the, the rest of your body because uh, fuel is only – it's made of two uh, compounds. It's a sugar and carbs. And now if we do that in moderation, it'll work. But they'll, they'll make uh, the acids that are needed to break down the food in our body. So we need those. We don't need the processed ones, but we do need those to house what we need. So working out before eating will help you burn more calories, and those calories will be like just fat. It won't be muscle. It'll be fat. So I recently learned that. So maybe you can take that. That's part of your pressure, okay, in coming into uh, your power. The second thing was that I learned what you put in your body after your workout, that's what really counts because that is what your body is going to use to fuel yourself for the rest of the day. So we need carbohydrates. We need um natural sugars from fruit, and we need our roughage from vegetables and green leafy vegetables. So consuming these things will be better for you. And you'll see over time, like, you'll have more energy, you'll have more stamina, 
you will overall feel better when you work in that fasting, um, when you're fasting before you work out. So that's something that I have learning for those who inspire to lose weight. Now, I was telling you the story about me and how I came into this. So my my friend was saying she's going to be a vegan and this is what's going on. And, you know, she's just so tired of being regular and she's tired of just uh, operating on a, a, a mental system that, that doesn't serve her anymore. So I didn't understand that at that point. I overstand it because it was her, but I didn't understand it, what it had to do with me and the insides and the things that I take. So then that was some pressure that was applied to me. What are you going to do to change where you are? Now, some of the uh, illnesses and ailments that I had was I'm an active, uh, I've been an active person my whole life. I ran track. I did cheerleading. I did cross country. I played softball. I was in the glee club, the show choir. Honey, I was in it. And there was a club, I was in it because my mom made sure we stayed busy. And even though I was a great athlete, I suffered from back pain because my boobs were so heavy. 38D is what size my boobs used to be. I also had, in addition to the back pain, I had trouble with my left knee. And I had really bad allergies. And when I tell you severe allergies, they call it hay fever. I don't even know if people still get this anymore, but I think so. But, like, just imagine the fresh-cut grass, and it smells great. But for me, eyes swell up, I'm itchy, nose is running, throat is itchy, skin is in hives. Like, it was so bad, y'all. And I couldn't even go outside a lot. So trying to play these sports, parents regulated between Claritin and Allegra. So I took Allegra at, at morning and Claritin at night. And this was the routine uh, throughout the seasons of when the weather was weathering. So I began to just acknowledge that, hey, I have these things going on. Also, listen up. I had trouble going to the bathroom. I was making about one pool a week. Talk about pressure in my belly, one pool a week. Y'all, I was full of shit, literally. And when you have those toxins just circulating in your body, like your brain can't function, your body can't function because it, it it's still holding on to the things that are making you sick. So it's always sick, always sick. I always had a cold, always just like what tired. And I know I was bartending. I'm not getting the best food, so that's why I changed my diet to begin with. Like, let me get some better foods in my diet and maybe I can better function, you know, at work because I wasn't at my best. So then the routine part of the pressure came in. What is your eating habits? Also for my people who inspired to be greater, meal prepping is your saving grace, okay? Take a Saturday, take a Sunday, prep your food, whatever that looks like. I know some of us like, oh, I don't eat leftovers. I don't like it. Baby, you're going to have to learn to like it because getting in that habit and getting in a routine and already having your food prepared, now you're not trying to find something out of hunger. Because when you find something out of hunger, you're going to eat something out of hunger, and it's not going to coincide with what you're trying to do, where you're growing here. So I want you to um, be mindful of your snacks and be mindful of just meal prepping. If you can't do it, get somebody else to do it. 
There are a lot of dope chefs. If you're in Atlanta, you have um, Chef Zen over at Shameless Eatery. You have Chef Whitney over at Eat Plants and Prosper. Um, one of my favorites is Eat the Herb. She is phenomenal. She does infused food, so that's the route you want to go. And there, there are other chefs throughout, you know, the city that can help you. And I think they ship. I'm almost certain that most of these uh, chefs ship. Chef Jai, I know she ships out. So there's there's a couple of people, and I put them in rotation, and I use them all. So once I conquered, like, hey, this is where I want to go, and I no longer want to operate in this space, I applied pressure on myself because life applied pressure on me. I was being sick. I was ill. I was not at my best health, even though I was tra- uh, transitioned to being a vegetarian. After my days of vegetarianism, I became Carby Barbie. Give me all the carbs. Give me all the carbs. I want the potatoes. I want the french fries. I want the rice. I want the bread. Please give me the bread. Bread, bread, and more bread. I want it bread. And I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm vegetarian, and I'm, I was bigger than what I was when I was uh, on a sad diet, the standard American diet. So then I applied the pressure to myself to say, hey, I no longer want to look this way. Now I'll be the first one to tell you my reasoning for going plant-based was strictly certain kind of way. I wanted my body to look a certain kind of way. I wanted to be perceived a certain kind of way. I wanted to have different conversations than what people were having. I didn't want to eat like everybody else. I was finally getting it. I'm I'm different. I choose to be different, and I choose to be a person who learns that this is what works for you. So it took me about two years to transition into full plant-based. I would go three months. And be like, ooh, girl, I did three months without some mild lemon pepper wings, all flat, extra crispy. So I need to go and get that. Or I do six, eight months without pork. And was like, oh, my daddy made pork top. I need one. And so that became a little, uh, a little experiment within myself because I would have different issues upon eating these things. And, like, my mucus would be would come back. Now, mind you, I was still eating dairy and cheese. I said I, I was getting conscious. I wasn't all the way there. So I still suffered from those allergies until I got an allergy test done, and I sat down with a dietary nutrition, and I asked a whole lot of questions. I got blood work done and was like, hey, so my blood type is B positive. I got went down the rabbit hole on how do you eat for your blood type. Y'all, this is one thing I will preach until my last breath. You cannot be an anytimeitarian until you learn what your body needs, what you need for your specific body makeup, your chemicals in your body. So I learned that being B positive, I needed to consume green leafy vegetables, specifically shard and collard greens because this is what my my gut needed for its uh, enzymes to house itself, for it to cultivate the good bacteria in my gut to be able to help me in the elimination process. So I applied this pressure on myself. Now, 
the stress came from if I didn't have anything to eat. Oh my gosh, I don't want to go back on what I've already been doing. Oh, I've been six months. I haven't had that. Don't do it. Like, don't do it. Y'all gave up French fries for six months. I was like, you cannot eat a fry right now. Like, you reward yourself, ladies. You can't do it. And then that's not that's not good either because we want you to have a healthy relationship with food. And I was stressing myself out like, oh, you can't eat that. Oh, you can't eat that. Oh, if you eat that, then your abs is going to go away. Like, oh, you can't do it. So don't apply so much pressure on yourself in that way and saying that, hey, I want these things, but I'm not sure if I'm equipped and ready um, to house it. So be patient with yourself. Be patient with yourself. So now I'm going to bring you into the pressures of, I want to bring you into the pressure. Sorry, y'all nephew texting. Y'all know how he how he is. <laughs> um, that when we start to stress ourselves out and we're in the process wanting to lose weight or get in shape or be better, we got to understand the science of this stress. Stress is like, it's a challenging and it's an overwhelming situation. And the effects of the body is crazy. Your heart rate goes up. Your blood pressure goes up. Um, your muscles are tense. Your breath is just like you're in a, a state of panic. So if you're walking around like that, your body is in fight or flight mode. It's stressed out because you're stressing it out via the thoughts, via your actions, the words. And guess what? When we stressed out like this and we talk about applying pressure, girl, our gut is like, girl, what's going on? We are unable to digest this food you have given us. And, and then nine times out of ten, we give ourselves poor food. So our body's like, oh, well, she gave us these carbs and nothing else, no vegetables. All right, guys, we're going to try to use what we use, but most of this is going to waste. And because I wasn't eliminating um, properly or as many times as I should, like my belly began to grow. I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm doing all the things. Um. I'm vegetarian and my stomach is, but I told you I was carby Barbie. So all the carbs, honey, I was here for. So once I started figuring out like, okay, you're a stressed eater. The Americans are. Either you stress and you eat or you stress and you don't eat. So it's a 50, 50, but most of the majority are stressful eaters and they eat whatever. Again, remember I told you, if you had some meal prep, when you get stressed out, you, it wouldn't be so bad. It wouldn't be so difficult to harness on how to help myself grow through this. So then the other pressures came and my immune system became weak because your gut bacteria is not good. Your lymphatic system is not good. So, wow, I'm sick. My immune system, you know, I'm catching a cold. And I used to think it was normal to catch a cold, you know, three, four times a year. No, it's not. When you catch a cold, that's also your body's thermostat trying to get rid of something. You have fever, it turns up to try to heat up whatever is uh, causing illnesses in your body and eliminate them. But, again, you still have to get two things, the proper amount of food and the proper type of food for amount of sleep. Sleep is muy importante in managing your stress. If you don't sleep, 
your body doesn't have a time to repair itself. And when it's during that time of repair in itself, if you don't eat or drink, then there's it, it's uh, eat the eat or drink the right things. Your body is not going to be able to use these things again. It's creating more waste in the body. You have to look at this this way: the more junk you intake, the more junk is going to come out on the other side on your outtake. So just being mindful. Now, again, I told you first that I was doing this lifestyle, practicing, putting myself out of this pressure for me, but then the pressure came when when my health was failing and I was being sick and I was being tired all the time and cranky and headaches. I didn't even realize I was operating with a headache. I was addicted to caffeine. Because of my uh, bartending lifestyle, I would consume maybe two to three shots of espresso shots a day. Y'all, what in the what? Do you know I was jacked up off coffee, literally. I operated in that space for about two years because I relied on the caffeine to get me through the day. So when when the time came and I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a change. I'm going to make this change within myself. I'm going to apply some different type of pressure. And what I believe was one of the most uh, amazing and pivotal moments in my life was just saying, today I'm going to only drink juice today. One day I had a Jack Laney juicer. And I juiced enough juice for me for one day. This was about a half a gallon of juice. And I consumed it. And when I tell you it's like opening up the floodgate, I used the bathroom that first day. Because I've been doing my research now. And so I was like, I don't want to do three days of juice. I don't want to do five days. I don't even want to do seven. I'm going to do ten days of just juice. I lost 10 pounds in 10 days. Um, and I say that because it it was like 11 point something. But because of my water, you know, the water weight, whatever. But 10 pounds in 10 days. Wow. Just from drinking fresh, fresh juice, I did no food. And like I said, if I made it through that first day, because your first day is the worst day. Day one, day three. Day seven, day eight are the worst days if you're doing a juice cleanse or a juice detox for 10 days. The absolute worst days ever. And so I began to just say, okay, there's something to this juice stuff because I only took a few sips and I'm I'm not going to make it where I want to make it because uh, I'm going to have to take a little bit of stop. So when I came into this, I juiced for 10 days. I ate nothing for 10 days, not a nut, not a berry, not a granola, 10 days, me and the juice. One of the best decisions I ever made in my whole life, because by day three, three, uh, I was like, okay. 
you're going to fall off the way. You're not going to be able to do that. <laughs> Literally trying to talk myself out of here. Self-sabotage. That is not how we build diamonds. That is not the type of pressure I wanted on myself. And that made me stressed out because I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. So I had to start switching the narrative. You're not hungry. You want to eat because you're bored. You're not hungry. You want to eat because you're bored. You're not hungry. You want to eat because you're bored. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, I could no longer eat out of, out of boredom. What do I do? My snacks became important to me. My nuts, my berries, my dry fruit, my whole fruit just really was like I had to make sure my snacks because I like snacking. And so when I was able to just drop those 10 pounds in those 10 days, I was like, whoa, this is on to something. And not only did I drop that, I realized, hey, I've had a headache for a long time. Y'all, the first day of that juice cleanse, I always have a headache. Even even being healthy now, because I still will eat um, some type of processed food, um, regardless of what. Regardless of what I have um, going on, I feel like, you know, and when I say processed foods, um, some of the things that are vegan are still processing, like, um, because I have a 10-year-old, uh, shout out to Annie, she has, like, vegan Pop-Tarts. It's still a little bit of process, but I'll, I will grab one of those from time to time. But this was then. But I was operating with a headache. So that first day of just drinking straight celery juice, y'all, my head was banging. I mean, I wanted to fight my headache. It was the worst headache I had ever experienced. But I knew if I make it, I make it through the next day, it may be a little bit better. Now, this headache lingered for three days, but it wasn't as bad as it was the very first day. Um, and so I was just like, Okay, um, so now, I, so I'm sorry, someone was texting me like their Uber ride was coming, so I'm meeting the client at my house because we were going to do, like, some juicing things. But, um, yeah, so I was like, okay, I had to fight through this headache. So over the time, you realize toxins are leaving your body. You're going to experience body aches, body shakes. Um, you're going to experience a headache, dry mouth, a little bit fatigue. Your mind is going to go through some places, and you're going to be like, girl, what is going on with me? So just learning that I'm going through this process, I start to realize that I wasn't as full of mucus as I was on day one, from day from day one to day five. I'm not as mucusy. Okay, definitely by day seven, clear thinking, headache gone, air was so good to breathe. Like I went out among some trees and just like took some deep breaths. And I realized, hey, you don't wheeze anymore when you breathe. That's that's a, that's an amazing thing. I'm no longer wheezing while I'm while I'm breathing. Okay, wow. So then, what came next was eight days of juice, nine days, ten. Well, I feel like a superhero because one, I finished it. I did ten whole days of juice. Everything is feeling great. I applied a little bit of pressure to myself. I lost 10 pounds. I'm pooping every day. Whoa, there is something to this. I must share with people. 
Who do you share with first? Your family? Daddy, let me do something for you. I want you to try to do three to five days of just juice. Y'all know, um, shout out to my daddy, a.k.a. G-Man. We call him Bud, too, because he's my buddy, forever my buddy. He just had his 80th birthday. Happy birthday, daddy. And I'm so grateful for him because with juicing, we have been able, and I know it, to prolong his life by the powers that be, by the graces of God, and changing his diet. My dad um, had prostate cancer in 2007. He undergo the he would undergo the surgery, but not to remove the prostate, but to put stents in his prostate to prevent the polyps from pollinating. And um, he did one round of chemo. And my guy was like, hey, I don't want to do that again. I don't know if I can do that again. And I said, well, Dad, you know, I've been juicing. I've been, you know, practicing this, this plant-based lifestyle. And I, I came up on something that may can help you. It it talks about juicing turmeric and green, having a green leafy diet for about 30 days. And then we'll go back to the doctor and we'll check the levels and, and see where your numbers are and, and see is there any change or what does that look like? My dad was like, you know what? I'll try it. I will definitely try this. I juiced for my dad for 30 days, y'all. 33 days to be exact. We juiced for 33 days before he went back to his doctor's appointment. Now, yes, he had the stents implanted, but the prostate was never removed. And so from then on, our morning regimen, when I went back to the regimen, we went back to a routine. We started a routine, so but I was referring to the routine as the word. But we went back to um, just the basics on what he needed based on his blood type and a plant-based holistic diet. So his morning ritual was a turmeric tea, and I would juice the turmeric, but because he didn't really like the taste, I would add like a little bit of pineapple juice and hot water. And that was his tea. We would also sprinkle a little black pepper on it because black pepper, it kind of um, ignites turmeric on what you need in your body, handling inflammation, handling uh, lowering things. Turmeric fights off 27 different forms of cancer. So, all right, we, we did our turmeric tea every morning. He had snacks consist of nuts, berries, sunflower seeds, pistachio nuts, black walnuts, um, cashews, and there was one other. There was one other. It leaves me right now, but it was another It was another nut um, that he was on. I said walnuts. Brazilian nuts. There we go. Brazilian nuts. And that would be his snack. His lunch was all green vegetables, so I would do collard, cabbage, um, and Swiss chard, sometimes bok choy. And I would make him like a little broth with it, so it was a, kind of a soup, so he would, you know, be more inclined to eat it because I didn't have, I didn't overly saturate him with it, but I met him where he was in his moment, in his time, in his space, and I made it something that he could, you know, tolerate. Because one thing about it, like, if you have someone that is not on the mindset, but they, they inspire to be healthier or greater, 
you still have to meet that person where they are. So also we did uh, green juice diet, green apple cucumber, collard green kale, pineapple. You can find that. That's called Good Green. That was one of the first juices I ever created in my kitchen for myself, for my dad, and for Gage. Um, and that can be found at juiceupbar.com, and that's Good Green. And also, we eliminated fried food, processed food, um, and meat. He wasn't too happy with the meat, um, but I told him, give me 30 days, no meat. So it was a little time, y'all. He was like, like day four, like, I need a piece of chicken. I'm like, baby, we gonna, we gonna do the things that we need to do for you. And so it became a point in time where I took that meat away and he had this diet. And with his diet, we created, you know, his regimen for him. And his regimen became a plant-based diet for 30 days. 33 days, we go back to the doctor. His numbers are lowered significantly lower. His prostate has shrunk. And they was like, well, what are you doing? Like, what what are you doing? He said, you know, my, da- my daughter has me on this plant-based diet. She's been juicing for me. And this is what's going on. They go, oh, Mr. Reynolds, you lost a little weight too. 33 days of juicing and being plant-based, it, it'll take a toll on your body and also take a toll on you mentally. But sticking to it and knowing that you are worth it, you are worth it enough to heal yourself you can do these things so i began to just practice what i preach and i had my dad you know sent his cancer into remission we went back every six months prostate is fine no more cancer is there we're really doing the thing all right i've helped my dad who else can i help i started helping more family members and um after that life would happen and i would rear this beautiful kid and bring him earthside, and he would have a superpower. So then I was back into that pressure mode. All right, I've already healed myself and helped myself by overcoming these allergies, these stomach issues, my digestive issues. I helped my father and his prostate cancer, um, regulating out his his um, his blood pressure and things. And now, autism. How how do I how do I do this? You go back to the book. You go back to the basics. Everything starts with what you put in your body and it's it and it's always an issue of the gut if you take care of the gut you will eliminate at least 75 to 80 percent of ailments illnesses or diseases or diseases in the body just by taking care of the gut um so from that moment on i began to just really hone in on what what i needed for gauge and it became a pack where um, it became a, a, a pack where if I allowed him to eat certain foods, if I allowed to eat certain foods, then he's going to have certain ways. If I allow him to eat these things, he's going to have these issues. So for anybody who has a child on the spectrum, whatever end is on, taking care of that gut is key for that child's brain functioning. So having probiotics and prebiotics are definitely a thing that needs to be addressed. And it's also something that I know is hard, Mom. I know it's hard, Dad. But eliminating the processed foods, the dyes, the sugars, you can help your child overcome a lot of things. And we're not saying this is a cure-all, 
definitely see an amount of improvement in your child by improving the intake of the food that they consume and their gut bacteria. That helps with the brain function. I always say the body is made up of three brains, your actual brain, your gut, and your heart. These things work together simultaneously to make sure this this vehicle is going to continue to run. And so from this moment, get in your mind that, hey, I want to be better. I want to try something different. I And even if you don't, you owe it to your body to give it a break. The pressures of just having our digestive system always working, 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 even when we sleep is working, to give it a break, your body will thank you. It will run better. Your sleep will become better. Your thoughts will become clearer. Like you will begin to just be like, wow, I created that. I, I thought this thought. I said these things. This is beautiful. I, I really can do this. Not saying that you have to be vegan or vegetarian or any of those things. But what you need to do is listen to your body. Because I always say we don't need anything, right? But seriously, guys, what you need to do is listen to your body and, and feel how it feels when you eat meat. Feel how it feels when you eat fried. Feel how it feels when you eat uh, sugars, carbs, byproducts. And then try to do a couple days eating whole fruit and vegetables or just, or just fruit. Because a lot of people say, oh, I can't eat vegetables, girl. I don't like the way they taste. So they mess up my stomach, and they're not messing up your stomach. They're actually moving some shit out of the way so you can feel better. So from that moment, just begin to get in that mindset, hey, this week I'm going to do three days, no meat, no soy, no dairy, no byproducts. I want to see what this feels like. We have even in my household, we do something called fast food Fridays or fried Fridays. You can have some type of fast food if you wish, and it taught Gage that, the different types of food, it also has him wanting to learn more about food and what it does for him. Because he'll say, Mom, I really want a chicken biscuit from Chick-fil-A. I said, well, Gage, you know, you already know what's going to go on. He's like, yeah, I may have a little bit of stomach ache, but I, I really want it, Mom. Okay, he eats the chicken biscuit. Two hours later, Mom, I got a little bit of a stomach ache, and I have to go to the bathroom. And then he's in there for 45 minutes. Mom, I need help. So now we have to figure it out. But juice has been our saving grace. I will preach the juice gospel until my last days because I believe that breaking down fruit and vegetables to their live enzymes and consuming that aids in the body eliminates so many toxins. It eliminates so many impurities from your body, and it helps repair, replenish, and restore, and reboot. So this is why I enjoy, you know, talking about juice, and this is why I guess you guys wanted to hear more about it because it's not about what I can teach you on this show, but it's about how I can make you feel from my experiences and you can relate to me being relatable in your experiences. So I hope that today's show uh, sparked the interest in you to just be better, um, to be a more conscious eater. I hope I put a little bit of pressure on you today to go out and say, hey, if she can do it, maybe I can do it. And if you are a mother, an auntie, a godmom, a, a caregiver, a grandparent who has a child on the spectrum, then this is something that you guys can do together. Juicing, it, it has no age. It has no gender. It is just uh, something that is on this earth that can catapult you in the right direction on just becoming 
a healthier you, a more conscious, better version of yourself. And so who is ever under the sound of my voice, if you inspire to just be better, better, whatever, a better listener, a better communicator, a better motivator, a better eater, a better worker, a better daughter, sister, mother, friend, think about the things that you're doing to yourself. Think about the pressure that the world has on you. Then think about the pressure that you have on yourself. And you'll see the just stress levels at an all-time high. Overall, the world is in debt. People are in debt to people. Stress is stressing. And if you continue to stress, that stress weighs on your heart, and it weakens the heart. And then it weighs on your mind, and it weakens the mind. And then it weighs on your organs, and your organs become weak. Stress is a number one killer. That is the number one disease in this world. Is stress because it'll bring on the high blood pressure, the diabetes, the the unhealthy eating, the unhealthy behaviors, the unhealthy conversations. So, if you got anything today, today from this show is just to take a moment, assess yourself, think about your higher self and where you want to go and where you want to be and where you inspire to go, and start by taking baby steps. An apple a day keeps the doctor away, they say. So I'm going to tell you to have two today because we don't want anything going on with us. Continue to just put your best foot forward and live for you. Continue to come to this show and listen, and I promise to apply pressure on you to be better than what you were yesterday because you guys analytically applied pressure on me to be my authentic self and to just speak from my heart and speak my truth. And, Mary, you put the pressure on me to stop to hurry up and stop and slow down, get help, get a therapist, surround yourself with people who love you, surround yourself with people who've grown through where you are and who you see that they've been success on the other side. Surround yourself with positivity and love, okay? And if there's anybody that has any questions, any comments, Mary, country, who's ever on the sign of my voice, the doors of the Juice Church is open. And I'm here, open and ready to receive. <coughs> you sound happy. I'm outside in my yard, girl. This is my best place. And a red bird came to visit me. And then my best friend, she's here with me today, too. Shout out to Lassiter Events. Shout out to Lorenz Davis Media. Shout out to all the things that she has a, a nonprofit called Model Mommy. I just want to give her some praise because... When Mary don't answer, Ashley does, okay? <laughs> and my best friend be flying all over the world, uh, doing, creating these amazing uh, events for people. Um, her and her better half have this amazing media company, and they're just always traveling, always doing, but I can always call her 2 o'clock in the evening, 2 o'clock in the morning. So shout out to Ashley. I love you, best friend. And shout out to Mary because I love you too, new friend. We have became, I still haven't met, y'all wouldn't even, y'all think me and Mary been knowing each other for years. I still haven't met this beautiful lady in person, but I will in August. And I already know it's going to all be all love because you've been nothing but amazing to me, even just on this platform alone. And so I give you praise, honor, glory, and gratitude. When I come out in August, you better find a concert, at least a a country band we can go out partying. Let me tell you something. When you get here in August, I'm going to be the one who picks you up from the airport, okay? It works for me. And right, man. That's what I need you to know. The love is definitely real. <laughs> and we're going to have some fun. 
and spread some kindness. Yes. And cry some tears of joy. You know, I'm a big crier. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you for believing in me, Mary, and and being able to talk to me in a way that I can receive it. <laughs> Ooh, and we could get the kids. To you better come to and optimize my life. You said, what about the kids? We can get the kids to, because they'll be in the same spot. We can get them to do yep, for the sure. theme song for the radio. Oh, I love that. They can, they can. We can get to a studio and they can record that. Yep. I love it. Thank you for optimizing my life, girlfriend. Which brings me to my next thing. Tune in at noon. Who will be yes. on today? <laughs> it is Bob Oakley, and it's all about Generations United. It's about stories of families and how to honor and accept the different generations, which is a hard thing to do sometimes. Your patience runs out when it comes to dealing with in-laws or your own family and how to just Man, what you say? live in Zen and deal with the stresses of family. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Y'all tune in. We'll see you at noon. We'll see you back next Thursday, 10 o'clock. Yes. And on Friday, thank you. Oh, yeah, Friday. I was like, don't forget. Is Len Kane. And we just got done celebrating the 51 year anniversary of the Golden Rule Society, one of the oldest non for profit organizations. And the cool part is about the Golden Rule Society is Every cent that comes into that organization goes right back out. Every person that works for the Golden Rule Society is all volunteers. Nobody gets paid. Oh, that's beautiful. And they've been in business, well, and been in charity for 51 years. Kudos Correct. and congratulations to you guys. And Len just got Shout the Shout out all to Len Kane. We appreciate you, brother. He is cancer-free. Hallelujah, holler back, want to do it. So everything is working on. And you might be able to, with the cancer-free diagnosis, Georgette, he's going to try to make it to Georgia in August, too, for the Kindness Festival. I can't wait to be kind with y'all at the Kindness Festival. Well, you get to meet him in person. Yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah. And Optimize My Life will be airing throughout the day live at the Kindness Festival. I can't wait. I'm super excited. I'm I'm just glad to still be here. And with all hearts and minds are clear. Oh, yeah. And, yep. And if all hearts and minds are clear, I thank y'all. Y'all take a deep breath with me. Hold it in at the top. Let it go with the open mouth side. (sighs) Thank you for this time, this place, and space. Give a dollar away, maybe even two. Step back, watch it grow, see what it do. Also, make a decision to see what you're going to do for you. Because only you can prevent you from forest fires. Have a good day, Doug. Peace, Mary. Peace, Mary. Have a good night. Have a good day. We'll see you back here 
in an hour. Bye for now.